All right. Welcome to an episode of West Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Chester West. Just want to let this uh, this track ride out for a little bit. And um, as we do so, this day um, I'm reflecting on heavily because, um, you know, um, something just weighed heavily on my heart, man. Um, today is special to me because uh, my grandmother's birthday is today, June 12th. And... Um, she meant uh, the world to me and and reflecting on just how much she meant to me and in my upbringing um, I just want to really just give thanks and honor to my great ancestors for what they've uh, they, they've done and to um, to bring us into existence you know and um, just wanted to just say rest in peace grandma and uh, Love you very much. So, uh, today's episode is going to be featuring a great man by the name of Medgar Evers. I don't know if you know about Medgar Evers, but um, hopefully after this podcast episode, you'll be greatly informed of the late, great Medgar Evers, another outstanding uh, human being, another outstanding um, ancestor who was cut down too early all for the sake of wanting equal rights uh, for African Americans here in this in this country so Medgar Wally Evers born July 2nd 1925 was assassinated June 12 1963 uh, he's originally from Mississippi Decatur Mississippi to be exact and um, he he was a World War II veteran and a college graduate. He, and then later he became very active in the civil rights movement in the 1950s. Uh, he became the secretary of the NWACP, um, you know, which following the 1954 ruling of the United States Supreme Court, Brown versus Board of Education, that segregated public schools were unconstitutional, excuse me. Evers worked to gain admission for African Americans in the state-supported public University of Mississippi. Um, he also worked on voting rights and registration, economic opportunities, access to public facilities, and other changes in, in um, a very highly segregated society. Um, unfortunately, <clears throat> Mr. Evers was murdered by a Byron D. Law Beckwith, you know, he was a member of the White Citizens Council, some obviously racist group that was established in 1954. Um, they were strongly opposed to integration of schools and civil rights activities. Uh, but um, to just get a little bit more deeper into Mr. Evers' um, earlier life, um, like I said, he was he was born in Decatur, Mississippi. He was the third of five children, uh, several other siblings. Um, he was a U.S. Army veteran, World War II. He served from 43 to 45, did two years. Um, and uh, he was sent to the European Theater, and he fought the Battle of Normandy in 1944. So he was he was in the big one, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't 
if you don't really know the history of, of, of wars and we'll, we'll we'll get into it in the future but um that that was a really heavy hitter um when in the battle of world war ii so he was right in the thick of things he served this country proudly and um, in 1948, he enrolled at Alcorn Agriculture and Medical Mechanical School, um, which is a historical black college. We, uh, we now call it Alcorn State University, and he majored in business administration. He also competed on debate football and track teams. He sang in the choir and was a junior class president. He earned his Bachelor of Arts in, in 1952, and he married a beautiful woman by the name of... Uh, Merle Beasley in 1951. So his activism went really strong. Um, they moved to um, Mount Bayou, Mississippi, you know, a town developed by African Americans where Evers became a salesman. And um, <clears throat> he also was the president of the Regional Council of Negro Leadership, the RCNL. Evers helped organize um, uh, the RCNL to boycott of gasoline stations that denied blacks to use the stations. So as you can see, he was extremely active in just civil rights, decent civil rights, you know, just to say that, hey, we're human. We're human beings that deserve everything that you have. And so he was very proactive in his uh, community. Um, you know, in 1954, he applied to the segregated University of Mississippi Law School, but his application was rejected because of his race. So, once again, you know, you ice skating uphill. Here it is, you're telling me that um, we're lazy and uneducated, but when I try to pursue um, either employment or education, you're further there's further denial in my progress. So, I don't know how do you expect anyone um, to to do well if in fact you're constantly trying to prevent it from doing such. So, um, you know, he submitted his uh, application in concert with the NWACP as a test case. That year, the U.S. Supreme Court had ruled that segregation of public schools was unconstitutional. And in uh, November 24th, 1954, Evers was named the NWACP's first field secretary from Mississippi. Um, and in this position, he helped organize boycotts and set up new local chapters of the NWACP. And, and he was involved with uh, James Barrett's effort to enroll the University of Mississippi in the 1960s. So um, it just, it just as, I, as I'm explaining and sharing this, this bit of history on, of today of Medgar Evers, I really, um, I'm a little choked up. You know, and I, and I don't know if you can kind of hear it in my voice, but I'm choked up because, you know, it has to it has to come to a point where it's going to take a lot more than one or two individuals to change the to change the the circumstances in this country. And sadly to say, we still are having some similar cases. Of such, but um, as we uh, forward, you know, unfortunately, um, Mr. Evers was, you know, he was he was perceived as a threat um, by the Ku Klux Klan, you know, a white supremacist uh, group, an extremist, a terrorist group, if you ask me, and many others. 
no different than how they're labeling everyone else to be. They terrorized um, minorities of this country, the lynchings, the burnings, the um, the burnings of human beings, the the burnings of homes, still in property, things of that nature. That's terrorism, if you ask me. And um, in uh, 1963, on this day, uh, just hours after JFK had had, had uh, televised his civil rights address. Mr. Evers pulled into his driveway after returning from a meeting with NWACP lawyers and he was cowardly shot in the back. Cowardly shot in the back just as he arrived at his home. And it is stated that um, the round that took his life was so powerful that it not only went through him, it traveled through his home and it lodged into the refrigerator door. That's how powerful that shot was. And um, the coward who shot Mr. Elvers, his name was Byron De La Beckwith. He was some fertilizer salesman and member of the White Citizens Council which was later known as the Ku Klux Klan. And he was arrested uh, for uh, the great Mr. Uh, Everest um, murder. Um, he was persecuted and, and put in jail. Um, it's just sad to say that um, we lost a great one today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, never forget the late, great, Beggar Evers, and um, and I hope that um, as you think about this, reflect on what we're going through, reflect on where the country is going through, and try to find a way to resolve you know, the issues and keep striving and, and keep um, doing what's necessary to make our ancestors proud. So with no uh, further ado, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. And I'll be talking to you soon. Thanks for joining me at the um, the West Thoughts podcast. Peace.